This is actually very based. day. Um, I just joined Sunrise not too long ago, but this is probably one of the most exciting days for me in my young life. Um, I've never been part of a group that's just so resilient and excited to make a, a, a big, a small yet big contribution to our city. So we're really excited and I'm really happy to participate. Um, God bless everybody and I know we can do it and take it further. Ben, anything you want to tell us in the finals? Uh, I'm just excited for this moment. I mean, you know, this is like, like Miguel was saying, this is a, a long time uh, uh, in preparation, and I'm looking forward to, to voting on this in November. Clean air is a human right. We got this. We're going to get this on the ballot in November, guys. There is no planet B. Justice. 
This is a monumental task. A climate department led by the climate director and held accountable by a climate commission of community members, that's us, that, who will lead the way. Solar and renewables will lead us more widely and made more affordable, will be made more affordable. Climate jobs will serve as a local economic driver. The city will take serious steps to mitigate the worst effects of the climate crisis in our desert region. We have protested enough air permits and JP Morgan sponsored ordinances to understand that the city is heavily influenced by local mega polluters like El Paso Electric and Marathon Refinery, which is why this climate charter is turning the priorities of the city on its head. We are flooding City Hall with direct democracy, and it has clearly spoken in favor of climate justice. When we first launched this campaign to collect signatures, there was no guarantee that we will get over 39,000 fake signatures. It could have been a flop. Do the people of El Paso really care and support the, clim uh, the climate as we do here in the in center of El Paso? The love and support this campaign has received has proved that yes, our community is committed to climate justice. Today we are demonstrating here at City Hall and to the world the, the most powerful antidote to the climate crisis is democracy. Mass-based, consistent, direct democracy on the streets. I'm sorry. This is how we're going to win. Thank you. Biggest voter contact effort in El Paso history, yeah. maybe? 
Like, we don't know if a mayoral campaign has talked to as many people as we did. We don't know if any county campaign has talked to as many El Paso voters as we did. We don't even know if Beto has talked to as many El Paso voters as we did. That's how important this was, y'all. So there's some more speakers that are going to be talking about how important this is, but I, if I can leave you with one thing, our work today is not done because we just turned in these signatures, but now the city has to count them. And we need to make sure that they don't drag their feet. We need to make sure that they don't take too long. So if any of you know anyone on the city council or the city administration, call and check on them. Say, how's it going? Yeah. How's the counting going? Because I can tell you in Austin, they can count this many signatures in about two weeks. And if the city of El Paso could just count these in three weeks, we should be on the ballot in November. So really, do we want the city government to do their job? Yes! Yeah. Do we want to be on the ballot in November? Yes! All right, y'all, thanks so much. Let's keep fighting. Hey, hey, ho, ho, 39,000 people spoke. Hey, hey, ho, ho, 39,000 people spoke. Hey, hey. Texas, 
and all those who fail to put people over profit. As, as has been said before, part of this climate charter will force the city to look through the lens of environmental impact before making big decisions. And that is extremely important, not only in terms of jobs, but also in terms of infrastructure. You deserve a better world, and I am so proud of every single young person who has said no more. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for taking the lead. We are behind you, and we will, we just can't wait to see this on the ballot. Thank you, everyone. Next up, we have Marlo Olguin, the world champion, the master. Collected more signatures than any other person. Uh, he is the champion. Here we go, Marlo from Ground Game and Sunrise. Too much, but thanks. <laughs> All right, hi everyone. Buenos dias. Good morning. Uh, my name is Marlo Olguin. I'm a organizer with Sunrise El Paso and Ground Game Texas. And I would be lying to you if I said this campaign began with hope. This campaign began with resistance. Resistance to our monopolized electric utility being owned by the fossil fuel Goliath of our generation and past. JP Morgan's acquisition of El Paso Electric made me realize that then, 19 years old, that the climate crisis does not only incur an increasing natural disasters, but also in board meetings and very boring legal verbiage. So, <laughs> Lost my place. That's all I can remember. Sonas and Paso organized community meetings to spread awareness during our campaigns. Opasuans from all backgrounds showed up to this very meeting, these very, this very building for city hall meetings, and they responded to calls to action. Um, it was clear that Opasuans were opposed to this transaction, and not only a year after our city approved this acquisition, um, Opaso Electric proposed to lock us in a 30 plus year commitment to the Permian Climate Bond. With the organizing efforts of the Chaparral Community Coalition for Health and Environment, we won the legal commitment from Ocaso Electric to not expand on human facilities in Chaparral, 40% reduction in carbon dioxide and nitrous oxides, as well as $400,000 in funds for community use geared towards health advocacy and environmental mitigation working a milestone for our first bittersweet victory. And this is our second one, and there will be more coming. These no. <laughs> These no campaigns were exhausting and depleted me of hope, to be honest. We were simply asking that matters did not get any worse. That what we needed was to weep hope, forge our future, and so the Climate Charter campaign was created. We had something to fight for, not against. Climate justice required optimistic imagination, bravery, and determined care. About 40,000 people who signed our petition shared those requirements. If you're listening to this speech and you signed this petition, thank you. You are a part of this in ways you cannot imagine. I have personally collected signatures of over 4,000 Opasuans. I have had thousands of conversations with our community about this very topic. This is what I've learned. 
Firstly, Opasoans recognize the need for clean air, clean water, and renewable energy, especially solar energy and the Sun City. Um, being the 13th, the 13th worst city in the country for ozone, having a dry river and less than 5% renewable energy while being the 10th sunny city in the world, it just made sense. Secondly, our community believes it is time for our city to create greener jobs and initiatives and that we should have direct climate democracy among advocacy. So the climate charter is the antithesis of J.P. Morgan's control over our electric utility. It is a tool for us to wield towards a brighter future for our sun city. It is only as powerful as this movement which enforces it and keeps it accountable and you best believe Sunrise El Paso among every single one of you and all community members will be there every step of the way. One big step is forming the Climate Commission where the community will have a say and advocacy from inside about how our city moves toward a greener, cleaner, and economically sound future. So we need a Climate Commission for us to be a part of so we can be in there can talk to our representatives, we can talk with the climate director, make sure that what we want is being passed and that there's competence from inside. So, I am now 21 years old and this campaign has inspired hope in me. We have come a long way and we got a lot more work to do. So, give it up for every single volunteer, every FO, every person that signed. Give it up to yourselves. Thank you for being a part of this. And also, muchísimas gracias a los mariachis. So, I'm just leaving you with that. This is our one of the very first victories that we'll see coming. So, thank you. Next up, we have Luis Miranda, a fundamental part of this campaign. So we have that, 
you know, we are, as it stands, a city that is at the forefront of climate disaster. Uh, it is at the forefront of climate racism. And even within the city of El Paso, that is applied unevenly. With people who live next to a refinery, that refinery lowers their rates, their home rates, their home property values. So it forces people with lower income to live next to the pollution, right? It makes, every, it, it makes it uneven. It's just the way that system works. It, it uh, puts down the most marginalized and it is designed to exploit the most marginalized. So that is why the Permian is connected to El Paso. El Paso relies on the production in the Permian. The bank that owns a lot of the production in the Permian also owns our electric utility. It does not want to let go of that methane gravy train and it, it is just an opportunity, like Beto said, today is the day it finally came. This is a turning point. It's a catalyst for change. That we are no longer an example of pollution. That we're no longer an example of a sacrificial zone. The Permian Basin is why New Mexico is on fire. It's a big part of why. New Mexico is on fire. Our river's running dry, as Danny can t testify to that. You know, you've been doing some investigative reporting there, you can tell us. And that indicates the importance of El Paso. It's always been a trade zone, right? But it's been a center point for this whole region. And the river that we've also mistreated recently is something that we're supposed to share regionally. And the mistakes and these systems replicate themselves in a way that it's damaging our entire system. The, the states are fighting each other over water. Chihuahua is projected to lose water within the next 10 years, and you have a city that's being sued by the state of New Mexico for their dumping of waste in our river. So what you see is complete inability to coordinate and work together. And these divisions and these borders are designed to motivate that, right? As our fight in Newman 6 has shown, they built this infrastructure to obfuscate it, to make it difficult for the constituents and for the citizens to be, uh, to stand up for themselves and to fight and to make it, and they make it obfuscated. So it's very important that we're passing this. This is a tool, not just to protect El Pasoans, and it has a lot of things in it, in it to protect El Pasoans, but it's also a tool for El Paso to start leading this region and telling the state of Texas, telling New Mexico, telling Chihuahua, and uniting with the environmentalists in all the region, because there's fights everywhere that I just mentioned. There's people in communities fighting right now. And this is a centerpiece to create that network, to create a union between uh, environmentalists and recognize what's really important here, our water, our natural resources, and our community members and our health. So thank you all for being a part of that. Last speaker here, um, that we're uh, going to invite Senator Rodriguez, uh, a fundamental uh, community leader, a pillar of this community and the environmental movement for years. Uh, if you can give it up for Senator Rodriguez. Thank you. Is this on? Press. Got a press. <laughs> You're 21. I'm 74. <laughs> and you are why I left the Texas Senate. Because I wanted young people, I wanted young people like yourself to be involved in the process. What better process to be involved in than in the 
direct democratic process of going door to door and getting petitions, talking to the people, and convincing people why this is an important issue for their lives, their community, Texas, and this nation. And you deserve more than congratulations, felicidades, but really, I am just amazed at the power of the young people that are here today and the ones that you're inspiring in this community. I want to focus, Mike, on our young people, on Anna, on Marla, on Reese, Miguel, not so young, but still young. Uh, he's coming up there. This is a message that's gonna go and resonate throughout the country, and indeed, I predict there's gonna be news worldwide about this. Because citizens have decided to take the steps necessary to save this planet. And that's no less what we're talking about, saving the planet. Never mind our own air here, our own water problems, the drought, the pollution. We're talking about the whole earth. Thank you very much for what you've done. I'm very proud of you. I wish I was your agent. <laughs> 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 <laughs>